0: you. <music> Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. My name is Irene Cook, your host. And I am somebody that people come to when they really want to change some of their habits, uh, their eating habits, their exercise habits, um, their overall wellness habits. And um, it is what I do. It is what I help people achieve. And changing habits is is usually what people come to me. Um, to help them do? Well, believe it or not, um, studies have proven that habits cannot be changed. Um, habits are something that are formed, um, that are embedded in us, and and they cannot be changed. However, um, routines can be changed, and these routines are what um, are embedded in these habits that will change what we do and how we do um, our daily routines. Um, It is a truism that most of us want to live a long and happy, successful, and healthy life. Unfortunately, in our pursuit of this success, we often always um, and most likely take shortcuts to our health. And we wind up suffering from various ailments and disabilities that we could have avoided um, if it doesn't have to be that way at all um, though most of us live in a very stressful and demanding lifestyle and certainly with the the latest um, 2020 uh, CoVID, uh, the stress levels have increased um, as many of you were thrown into this new type of turmoil with having to develop new routines. Um, and and your habits were thrown for a loop. Um, so so what do you do? Um, what do you do when you are wanting to change your routine and you just don't know how? to do it. Well, interestingly enough, um, I did some research. And good news is you are still in control. Um, you determine whether a small habit compounds into an achievement years later, or a bad one um, turns into this downward spiral. Um, realization of this simple fact is the first step into changing your behavior. And this is called the habit loop. Um, And it is exactly what it sounds like. This loop, this cycle, it is a neurological loop that governs any habit. The habit loop consists of three elements, uh, the cue, the routine, and the reward. And understanding these three elements will help change bad habits and form better ones. So, so when I said that you can't um, change habits, um, that's a little bit of an ambiguous statement because you you can't change them, but you can alter them. You can you can create. Um, a, a, you could take a bad habit, and you could change it into a good one. So basically, um, your habit will always be there, but you will replace it. With something else. And, it, and it's really hard to understand this, um, but I'm going to put it into perspective um, during the show. So I, I'm hoping that you enjoy it, and I'm hoping that it will help you um, change your habits and replace some of your um, unhealthy habits with some healthier ones. So here are the elements of the habit loop the cue. The cue for the habit can be anything that triggers the habit cues generally fall under the following categories: uh, a location, a time of day, other people, an emotional state, or an immediately preceding action. For example, every day at 2:30 somebody could crave chocolate from a vending machine. Um, in the other building or the smell of the coffee house downstairs compels somebody to want to get a latte. Um, that's just one example. Uh, or it could be the roving of ice cream trucks down the street. That's a powerful cue. The cue tells the brain to go into this automatic processing mode. And it takes an effort to resist this cue um, versus deriving satisfaction from the following cue. So this is something that you're not even aware of, but it's there. And you have to really, really think Part about it. And I'm going to give examples of this a little bit later because I'm going to put it into perspective with a story that I identified with myself and was able to solve uh, with an afternoon um, snacking habit that I had years ago. All right. So the routine is the the habits routine is the most obvious element. It's the behavior that you wish to change. So maybe it's snacking, maybe it's going to the pantry, maybe it's biting your nails. Um, or it's, it's change. It's, it's what you want to change, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, drinking water instead of snacking. Um, so the reward uh, is the reason behind um, the, the, what the brain decides uh, is, is a previous step that's worth remembering in the future the reward provides positive reinforcement for the desired behavior. And it makes it more likely that you will produce that behavior again and again. So the reward could be anything uh, from a tangible item like chocolate um, to intangible, like a half hour of television, um, to something no incoherent uh, with value or no value, such as a token or just a phone call. So what you have to do is you have to short circuit this loop. Um, So you have to replace the reward with something else. So what we have to do is identify the routine. So because the habit loop governs, in many automatic responses to to the stimulus, short-circuiting this habit loop often means overcoming these bad habits. So researchers suggest the following framework. Um, Again, like I said, we have to identify um, the routine. Most habits have a routine that's pretty easy to identify, and it usually stems from a behavior that you want. To change, so when my clients come to me and they say, "I need to stop my midday munching," um, or whether it's midday munching, whether it's uh, hitting snooze in the morning—I um, mean, the list goes on and on and on. So identify which routine that you want to change. So I'm going to give you my um, routine that I wanted to change, and it was my my three o'clock cookie routine. I had this, this terrible routine that right before I would leave to go teach this class, this was years ago, I would feel like I had to go into the pantry and, and eat these gluten-free uh, Oreo cookies. And sometimes it would be one, sometimes it would be three, sometimes it would be five. And don't ask me why, it would always have to be an odd number. That's a whole nother OCD issue of mine. <laughs> But nonetheless, um, I, I would do this every single time I taught this class. Um, so, so habits, um, identify them, uh, the behavior was wanting to eat something sweet before I left, uh, for the class. And it was usually at about three o'clock midday. So you want to experiment with the rewards. The rewards for the given habit isn't always as obvious as you might think. While the reward for this daily craving for chocolate or cookies uh, might just be resulting in a work break or social interaction with, with your phone or an energy boost from calories, which would replace with uh, an apple or some grapes or some coffee, um, experimenting with these routines is a very time consuming. And this is the part that can be the most frustrating so each time i felt the urge to eat these cookies um, i had to experiment with a different type of reward Um, and i was very aware of this so every time i would go grab for the cookies i made sure i paid attention to my actions Um, And I noticed that when I would go get the cookies, um, I was usually alone in the house. In fact, I was always alone in the house. And I was usually texting somebody or there was some sort of social interaction um, piece that was missing there. I I felt like um, lonely. I was finding somebody to call, talk to. So so I decided in my case did I did I want the cookie or did I want to just talk to somebody was I hungry or was I just seeking social interaction so I you know first I tried the the apple and that didn't cut it and then I tried coffee and that didn't cut cut it cuz coffee and cookies was really good <laughs> um so so I instead started calling people. And I know this is like really crazy because who calls people anymore, right? But that is what I did. And I felt like I was missing the actual social interaction. Um, I didn't want the cookie. Um, I didn't need the cookie. Um, In fact, the cookie would frustrate me. And sometimes the one cookie would turn to three and then five and of course, if I had six, that would mean I would have seven. <laughs> so, so I, I experimented with this and uh, oftentimes if I had time, I would go for a walk and put my earbuds in and call my mom, um, call clients, whichever I would schedule things. And it, it made me stop buying the cookies and it actually made me enjoy this, three o'clock social interaction time. It was really fascinating, actually. So interesting facts about habits. Your life is, to a large extent, the sum of all of your habits, good and bad. You can take control of your life by changing your habits. It's hard to shake off a habit since it takes an average of 66 days before a new habit takes route in your brain. And so I know that we we hear all kinds of numbers, we hear 28, we hear 21. But, um, you know, this is an average. And, and this means that some people um, might be able to shake off a habit in three weeks, and others, it might take them three months. So an average of 66 days before a new habit can take route. Um, habits n- never really truly disappear. They're just overpowered by other habits. So my my cookie eating habit was overpowered by my new habit of socialization. And and I can tell you from experience that um, it was very easily triggered, uh, very easily triggered one day when the cookies were there. And I reached for a cookie at three o'clock. And it's like all the stimulus, all the stimuli were there. It was time to leave for class. It was three o'clock. The cookies were there. Um, I I didn't call who I needed to call. And I grabbed a cookie and it was like, I just had this complete back to the future. And and, and I know that many of you, whether you're an ex-smoker or an ex-drinker, it doesn't take that much to revert back to an old habit. So a survey showed that daily habits um, and, and self acceptance was the cause of most people's happiness. So so make sure that um, you realize this if you do break out of your habits. Um, so if you're just joining us, I'm talking about habits and how do you replace a bad habit. With a good habit or an undesired habit, with one that you want to implement into your life. So, how do habits form? A collection of behaviors that could be as simple as having coffee when we wake up in the morning, or as complicated as running away from problems when they come. These habits did not happen overnight. We adapted them little by little into our lives and our psyche until they became second nature. Habits are our brain's way of increasing its efficiency. Our brain turns daily actions and behaviors into habits, so we could do them automatically without too much thought, thus freeing up our brain power. For other more important challenges, this strategy of our brain has wonderful benefits for us, and it allows us to function better in life. Just imagine if you could uh, have to consider pondering every single task and reaction we'd be doing nothing else but thinking. Um, If you've noticed, the first time you did something, it required a lot of your concentration and a lot of brain power. But as you repeatedly do them, it becomes easier and easier. The mental power we need to perform these tasks decreases significantly. Um, this This process is called chunking. And as this root continues of habits every day, we rely on these chunks and the behavior um, becomes very, very, very unconscious. According to scientists, our brains are in the business of gathering information and steering behavior appropriately. And it doesn't matter whether it's unconscious or not, the decision making becomes Um, very, very, very uh, self-simulated, and we don't need to think as much. Our brain just knows what it's doing. And and if you think about this, the habits that we have every single day become this routine. Um, Again, the step of these habit loops, uh, being able to change a negative habit, we have to understand how these habits form. And like I said earlier, the cute. The routine, the reward is any trigger that tells your brain when or what habit to use. The routine is an activity or an emotion or a behavior. And the reward is how your brain determines if the loop is beneficial to you or not. For example, the cue, you're feeling bored. The reward, you grab a bottle of wine. The reward, you feel relaxed, you feel happy. The cue and the reward has a very strong influence in creating these habits. It's the cause of cravings that makes you repeat behaviors or actions. But your innocent wine drinking can turn into this alcoholic behavior if you do it enough. So let's just say you want to change that habit. What do you need to do? Well, if you're only focused on changing the routine, like stop drinking the wine, you'll be unhappy. Your brain will only think that the la- the loop doesn't work, and it will reinforce re- reinforce only your drinking habit. Your brain demands fulfillment and satisfaction. So in order to change the negative habit, you have to think really hard and replace it with, with the routine and the loop with something else. So this is, this is the whole basis of Alcoholics Anonymous. And this is why AA is such a successful um, program. Instead of grabbing a bottle of wine when you're bored, try doing something else. And, 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 and again, AA replaced um, the the alcohol with um, a uh, person. They, they have the sponsor that, that alcoholics, um, go to when they feel lonely and when they feel bored. Um, so instead of grabbing the cookie, instead of grabbing, um, the wine, instead of grabbing the chocolate, try jogging, try watching a movie. And these activities will offer the same reward and you will feel relaxed afterwards. Um, I read a study, uh, with Alcoholic Anonymous, and they, and I know I've talked about this before in previous podcasts. Um, there is no, um, alcoholic, and they, they surveyed, uh, thousands and thousands of them, um, that, that said they actually enjoyed the feeling of being intoxicated to the point where they were, uh, unable to speak. Um, the, the part of drinking that they liked was that first, um, drink where they felt relaxed. And that 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 is the same feeling that you get when you call a friend. Um, it's that escape. So so replacing that with calling a friend or with journaling is what has helped a lot of people um, replace the habit of drinking. Um, and that is where exercise can also replace the um the the emotional eating habit a lot of people have um, and I know I've talked about this in my my episode of emotional eating we are um, we are so conditioned to eat when we're upset because as babies our mothers give us bottles when we're upset and then as toddlers we're given suckers when we're upset and we are we are conditioned that food is something that makes us feel better. So we need to replace that. The cue is we are upset. We need to replace um, and re- the reward with something else. And, and then our brains will, will understand that. Um, the power of habits to create positive change. Many people have habits that they want to shake off. Smoking, for example, is another really hard habit to break. People try to quit but the cravings overwhelm them, and then they fall off that wagon. Um, It's not for lack of determination that they fail. It's lack of understanding how this habit is formed. So since you now understand how habits take hold of your life, you could start creating new loops and forming new habits. Um, they, They will promote and provide Positive changes, and it's possible to kick whatever bad habit you have that's holding you back. Um, And again, with with smoking, what is it that makes you want to grab that cigarette? Uh, Cigarette smokers um, are 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 counseled, and and therapists tell smokers, what is that feeling that you have um, when you grab that cigarette, and and replace that with something else. Um, and oftentimes people that quit smoking do gain a lot of weight because unfortunately, what they do is they replace um, the the habit of picking up the cigarette with food. So it's essential to instead of picking up food is to replace it with something else because the the trigger of of picking up um, food, can be just as easily replaced with a walk, um, with a book, with a movie, um, with listening to a podcast. Um, But but that is the the golden moment to do that. So the following steps can help manifest positive behaviors in your life. I will summarize them for you. Examine the routine. What behavior do you want to change? Uh, What makes you do it? And what satisfaction do you get? Two, analyze that reward. Drinking gives you hangovers and it, it creates other problems. But obviously you get an immediate reward when you reach for that bottle. So what is the reward? Is it the escape? Um, is it the immediate feeling of relaxation that you get? Um, what is it that, that gives you the satisfaction of eating the, the cookies or the, the chocolate? Um, once you know what that behavior is, it will be easier to find a better habit that will give you the same reward. So for me, um, you know, the cookies, um, I, was, I was clearly bored, it was, it was an escape. Um, I was by myself and I, I just needed uh, this escape and, and I replaced it with walking. And identify the cue, what compels your behavior. Uh, triggers are stealthy, so you might need to observe your own behavior and take notes. What were you doing before the unwanted act? What were you feeling? What reward were you after? Being aware of the habit and reinforcing it is a positive way uh, to step forward. And it is the first step to change. So creating these good, new, healthy habits will all go in a good direction for yourself. Remember, you are the captain of your own ship. Sometimes we tend to believe that we are helpless in, in making these self-defeating statements such as, well, I can't help it. Um, I hear this all the time. I'm a stress eater. Um, this is how I am. Um, I, I, I have no control over this. But, but that, is, that is weakness because nobody is born. With this weakness, and nobody's born as an emotional eater, and nobody is born with willpower that is weak. Willpower is a muscle, Um, it is not a skill. We all have it. The more you use it, the stronger it will become, and it will touch everything in your life. If you believe that you can change it, all of your actions are moving toward that change. And you will see it become a reala- reality. You will be able to change any bad habit and turn it into a good one. And, and the fact that a willpower is a muscle um, is so true. The more you use it, um, it, it will definitely get stronger. And actually, if you overuse it and you don't condition it, um, it does get tired, just like your brain, <clears throat> just like your your bicep muscles. And in fact, I am going to do a show on this as well. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to strengthen your willpower. Um, we're going to strengthen your habit loop. Um, pay attention to those habits and 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 create some healthy new ones. And you will see that the habit loop can be replaced with some healthy, happy, new habits. So hope you find some new ones, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Now. Let's go. Your time is running out. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done. It's about what you do.